Welcome to From These Shores Podcasts. My name is Owen Walton. I'm a Bible teacher, and these podcasts are designed to help you understand the Word of God. If you want to know more about uh, this ministry, you can check out fromtheseshores.com. My heart is to stir a passion for revival and a hunger for the Word of God. Uh, and I believe God's got some amazing things for us, and we're on the verge of some awesome things. But a big part of that is understanding the Word of God. And so these teachings help to equip you, help to prepare you. Now, we've been doing a series on the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and we've answered some questions. Uh, a lot of the basic questions people have about, is the Holy Spirit for everybody? Is the baptism of the Holy Spirit a separate experience to salvation? Uh, we also talked about, does a person who is not baptized in the Holy Spirit, but who has received Jesus, do they have the Holy Spirit? And so we've given some clear Bible answers for these questions so far. And in the last uh, episode, we talked about the Holy Spirit within us. We saw that the Holy Spirit within is uh, related to receiving Jesus, becoming saved. And we saw that there is a, a work of the Spirit that he does on the inside of us. And many of these things are for our own benefit. They include being led by the Holy Spirit. They include the Holy Spirit bringing healing into our bodies, being the temple of the Holy Spirit. Also, the, the work of regeneration that he does at new birth. Uh, today we're going to talk about the second experience of the Holy Spirit and the Bible refers to this as the Spirit upon and a number of times you'll find these different terminology, the Spirit within and the Spirit upon and uh, it's important to realize that they're referring to two different works of the Spirit. Uh, we did see that this is two separate works in the book of Acts and we saw that receiving Jesus and being baptized in the Holy Spirit are two separate works. Now, uh, in the Old Testament, the Bible also refers to the Spirit coming upon people. And we saw that uh, uh, th th some things changed in the New Testament. We saw that in the New Testament, uh, the Holy Spirit becomes available to everyone. In the Old Testament, he was not available to everyone. He only came upon specific people that God was equipping to do a task. Now, that's an important word. Uh, the, the, when we refer to the Holy Spirit upon, we're talking about an equipping, uh, an, an enabling, and an anointing to do things, to do a task. This is one of the major differences between the Spirit within and the Spirit upon. The Spirit within are a lot of personal benefits for our own lives, and this is available to all Christians. But the Bible teaches that God equips people, and God has things for us to do, and he equips us for the task. Not only did he give us the great commission to go into all the world and preach the gospel, but he equipped us and gave us the tools and resources we need in order to represent him. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that in this podcast shortly. But in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit only came upon certain individuals. And these were people with callings like the prophets, the priest, the king, uh, and other individuals. At times, the Holy Spirit would have come upon them to equip them and to, to, to give them the tools they needed to do the task. Very often, that included supernatural power, included uh, the prophetic. It also sometimes included other things if they had specific tasks to do, like people who were helping build the tabernacle. Now, this particular work of the Spirit still happens today. The Holy Spirit still comes upon individuals to help them for tasks. 
And this is something separate to what I'm talking about right here. And I just want to make that distinction. In one sense, we could call that a third work of the Holy Spirit. But it's that particular one is individual. If someone's called to be a pastor, there is an equipping from the Holy Spirit. The, the New Testament refers to it as a gift and a grace. There's an equipping to do that task. If someone's called to be a teacher or an evangelist, there is an equipping uh, from the Holy Spirit to do that task. And the Spirit of the Lord comes upon them to do those things. But that specific work of the Spirit is individual. And in one sense, uh, there's some similarities between the Old and the New Testament for that because it's only for certain people when God has called them to do some things. But what we're talking about in this series, the work of the Holy Spirit, is different to that. So don't confuse scriptures which are talking about and equipping to do a specific task that is individual to a specific person and the baptism of the Holy Spirit and scriptures which refer to the Spirit coming upon people uh, when it's for all believers. So let me just clarify that again. We could say that there's three works of the Holy Spirit. The first one is the gifts and graces uh, and anointings of God that come upon specific individuals in order to equip them for specific tasks like ministry gifts. And th that particular task, that particular option of the Holy Spirit is, is individual. It's not for everybody. It's for specific tasks. But the other two works of the Holy Spirit are for all believers. They're available to everyone. The first one is the Holy Spirit coming to live within us at when we're born again. And every, every person who has received Jesus receives this. The Holy Spirit regenerates them and then makes available some amazing things and personal benefits in their own lives in their relationship with God. And the third of these is the Holy Spirit coming upon, and this is also available to all believers. This is a different experience to individual ministry gifts. This is something that the New Testament shows, the book of Acts shows, is for all believers. And uh, it, But again, it is an equipping. There is an equipping that comes upon believers to do this. Let's just look at some things in the book of Acts. Uh, and, and we'll look at some things in the ministry of Jesus just to see you, just to help you see this principle of being equipped for a task. Uh, many people know that at the end of the book of Mark and also the end of the book of Matthew, the Bible records some of the final words of Jesus before he went to heaven. And uh, in, the, in that he gives what we call the Great Commission. It's the commission to go and preach and teach to the whole world, to take the gospel. In Acts chapter 1, Luke picks up on some of these things, uh, and this is, I believe, part of the same conversation just before Jesus ascended into heaven. But Luke emphasizes a different aspect of it. See, in Matthew, Matthew emphasizes the teaching side of the Great Commission. Uh, Mark emphasizes the preaching the gospel and taking the gospel to the unsaved. Luke emphasizes the Holy Spirit in the Great Commission. And so he doesn't talk as much about the similar things to Matthew and Mark. But the final words of Jesus that Luke records relate to the Holy Spirit. And you put all three of these together, you've got the full Great Commission and how it operates. So let's look at what Luke emphasized. Now, uh, Acts chapter 1, verse 4 says, and being assembled together with them. So Jesus has been raised from the dead and now he's with uh, his, his apostles and disciples. Being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem. 
We talked about this uh, in a previous one where we talked about tarrying or waiting for the Holy Spirit. But I want to draw something else out of it in this particular teaching now. See, in the Great Commission, Jesus told us to go. Go into all the world. But here, just before going, he says, wait, 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 wait. Don't go yet. Don't run out the door just yet. He says, don't depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So why, why did Jesus tell them to wait? He told them to wait so that they could get the Holy Spirit, could be baptized. And he uses the word baptized there, baptized in the Holy Spirit. And why, why was this important? Jesus had told them to go and to preach, preach the gospel to the world. Why does he say before you go, wait? This is because Jesus wanted to make sure they were equipped for the task. He didn't just give them a job to do to go preach. He didn't say go, go do all the preaching and teaching in your own strength, by your own ability and with your own resources. And uh, he, he shows us that, that, that God is going to get involved. And, and how is he going to do that? By the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the equipping uh, in, this, in this particular sense to help us fulfill the task that we've been given. And as you study the book of Acts, you'll find the Holy Spirit plays a central role uh, to that. We often call Acts the Acts of the Apostles, but I believe it would be far better to refer to it as the Acts of the Holy Spirit through the Apostles. And it emphasizes the role of the Holy Spirit. So these, this group of 120 who gathered together on the day of Pentecost, they, they, they were the first group to get this equipping that came upon all, all, all believers. And the Holy Spirit begins to manifest through them and through the church and act shows what's possible when the church is equipped. And many people today are crying out for more power of God from God. And I'm going to, in the very next session after this, I'm going to discuss the power of the Holy Spirit, that specific aspect of the equipping, which is very important. But for now, I'm just talking about the general principle of being equipped. Uh, you know, Jesus, before he went into ministry, was also equipped. We see in uh, Luke chapter 3, Luke chapter 3, verse 21, talking about Jesus, it says, When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was opened. So he's come to be baptized in water by John the Baptist. And it says that, uh, that as he was, the heavens were open. Uh, verse 22, and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. Notice the word upon him. And a voice came from heaven, which says, you are my beloved son and you I am well pleased. Then the very next verse, right after the Holy Spirit comes upon Jesus, verse 23 says, now Jesus himself began his ministry at about uh, 30 years of age. Why didn't he start his ministry before 30? Well, before that, the Holy Spirit had not come upon him to equip him for the task. Uh, and this is, the, this is a clear similarity here between the ministry of Jesus and the book of Acts. He, Jesus himself didn't go into ministry until the Holy Spirit came upon him to equip him. And the Bible emphasizes that uh, in Jesus' life, uh, a little bit later in Luke, just uh, about a chapter later after Jesus has been in the wilderness, it says that Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. And uh, the one, his first message in Luke that Luke records is when he stood up 
on the uh, in the temple. He took the, the 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 prophet Isaiah and he read. He says, "The spirit of the Lord is upon me." There's the word "upon" again, because he has anointed me. And it goes on and reads what he's anointed him to do. But this emphasis emphasis of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' life is quite clear in Luke. That's interesting because Luke wrote both the Gospel of Luke and Acts of the Apostles. They're written by the same person. In, in the Gospel of Luke, he emphasizes the Holy Spirit in Jesus' life. In Acts, he emphasizes the Holy Spirit in the life of the church. And I believe he does this because he wants us to see that connection and that similarity between the role of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' life and in the church. The equipping that comes upon us. In Acts 10.38, some people are familiar with this verse. It says this, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Notice this, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. Why? Was it just so that he could enjoy it himself? No, who went about doing good and healing all. See, the the anointing there is directly connected to an equipping to do a task. Uh, in Jesus' in Jesus' instance, it was an equipping to do what God had called him to do. In the church, we are to continue on with the Great Commission, taking the gospel to the world, and the Holy Spirit equips us for that task. This is key. Many people are trying to fulfill the Great Commission without the influence and role of the Holy Spirit in their life. Many people are trying to build churches, trying to do a work for God without being properly equipped. And this is why they then end up crying out, Lord, we need more power. Well, actually, the power comes from the equipping. Uh, We didn't read this yet, but uh, we read Acts 1, but just a little bit further in Acts 1, Jesus says, but ye shall receive power, power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So the power is directly connected to the Holy Spirit. And uh, we're going to study that in the next podcast and specifically talk about the the ministry of the Holy Spirit as a ministry of power. And we're going to look about how to get the the power of the Holy Spirit more manifest in our lives, in our churches. We don't, it's not such, it's not so much a situation of needing God to give us more power. It's more a situation of us needing to tap more into the, the ministry of the Holy Spirit that God has given us now so that we can walk in that power. Many people have not really, uh, they've neglected the role of the Holy Spirit. And this is why we're not seeing so so much power manifested. We're going to talk a little bit about how to walk in that. But this is really what the baptism of the Holy Spirit is about. This is an equipping to do a task. This is an equipping to, it's the tools to get the job done. And this is why he comes upon us. So just to summarize and remind you again, we could say that there's three three kind of different works of the Holy Spirit. The first is uh, you see in both the Old and the New Testament, and that is that the Holy Spirit would come upon certain individuals to equip them to fulfill their calling, uh, individual callings, a pastor, teacher, prophet, um, and or specifically in the Old Testament that it would be the prophet rather than the pastor and teacher. But in the New Testament, it's the it's the, all the different ministry gifts. But this this is similar in the Old and the New Testament because the Holy Spirit equips individuals to do what God has called them to do. So that's not for everybody. However, there is also a work of the Holy Spirit for all believers. 
the first of this is the work of the Holy Spirit within us. And as part of that come certain benefits in our individual lives, being led by the Holy Spirit, being able to have the Holy Spirit as our teacher, our guide, our comforter, the one who stands by us, strengthens us in our own individual lives and our walk with God. Then the third role of the Holy Spirit, also available to all believers, it's not just specific to some, is the Holy Spirit coming upon us through the baptism of the Holy Spirit to equip us with the tools that we need to fulfill the Great Commission. And all of us have a role to play in that, and therefore all of us need an equipping. Now, I hope that's helped you understand and clarify some things and make the distinction between the roles of the Holy Spirit and what he does and why there's a difference between what, the, 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 the Holy Spirit within us for our own personal benefit and the Holy Spirit upon us as an equipping the tools to get the job done. Now, we're going to look specifically in the next podcast at what the equipping is. It's an equipping of power. and We're going to have to help you to understand this and how to begin to walk in this. Now, if you've not yet received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and you've been listening to these podcasts, uh, you can. You can receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. As soon as I've done the, the, the next podcast on, on the Holy Spirit and power, I'm going to do one on some keys and some practical steps to receive the Holy Spirit. You don't have to wait for those, or you can wait for them if you want to, just to get some understanding. But if you've been listening to these and you want to be to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, please contact me. You can go to fromtheshores.com and uh, find links there to the Facebook page, and you can contact me through the Facebook page uh, and uh, some of the other ways because we, we, we're available to help pray for people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Or maybe you can find someone near you, someone around you who has been baptized in the Holy Spirit to pray for you. But you can receive. You don't have to wait any longer. So praise God. Thank you for listening to these podcasts. These are available for free. They're available on different, uh, different apps, Apple, Google. And there's also uh, on the website, you can listen to these podcasts at fromtheseshores.com slash podcast. So God bless you. And we'll see you again shortly for the next in this series.